The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpasportsmed to learn more. Welcome back, everyone, to another week of our PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm Nebby Asias here with Penn Live, and I'm also with my sports editor, Brian Linder. Brian, how you doing this week? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great, Nebby. Rolling along. We're here and starting to become spring. Uh, I would like to say we're getting a little bit nicer weather, but you know, I don't know about all that. We had like a nor'easter blow through here and stuff. like. You know, I'm from South Carolina. Then I lived in Florida. And I'm not used to all this. My wife used to tell me she wanted snow for Christmas. And now when it snows, I can't repeat the words she says on here, especially <laughs> now that we got a new sponsor. Right. UPMC. Good mm-hmm. to shout them out every week. Right. Um, and we got a big guest, Nebby. We got a really big guest, Brian. I feel like we've really been on a roll these past few weeks here on this podcast. But, I mean, you want to take it away and give the pleasure of introducing this, this big guest we got this week? Yeah, so, you know, like you said, we've had Rodney Gallagher last week, Joey Schlaffer. Um, this week, we got Jamil Lyons, Roman Catholic. He's the second Roman Catholic guy to come on here. We had Tysir Denmark on here. And Jamil, I've watched a lot of your film. How you doing, man? This is a big week for you, right? How you feeling this week? And and, and uh, what's the excitement level like? It's like very exciting, you know. Hey, this is every kid dream, you know, wanting to get college visits, everything. And, you know, like, the big time is the commitment day. And, like, this like, one of the most exciting weeks. You were a bit nervous? Yeah, a lot, a lot of jitters, bugs, all that, yeah. <laughs> so, like, a lot of people don't know. If you don't know Jamil Lyons, you know, Jamil is, what, 6'5", about 260 now, Jamil? Yes. And uh, super athletic, Roman Catholic. And he initially was going to commit in August. He yeah. moved that up, says he's going to commit Friday. What time Friday are you going to announce, man? 1 p.m. Now, Nebby, I got to tell you, a lot of in-state people are excited. And, I, you know, Penn State, I think, was in his top five. And I think with Tennessee, Doc Conner, Baylor, and Florida, Jamil. Huh? Uh, that was your top five, right? No, it was Penn State, Illinois, West Virginia, Pitt. And uh, who else? It was Penn State, Illinois, West Virginia, Pitt. He had a, bu- he had a bunch of good ones. And, you know, obviously I'm off on the top five. But, uh, but listen. It, it's been, like you said, it's been a, it's kind of a crazy process when you're visiting all these schools and stuff like that, man. And, yeah. and as you lead into Friday, you talked about excitement a little bit, but you know, what was the process like for you? And, um, and what was, you know, what was it like getting ready to come to this kind you know, to this decision? You know, like, like it took time, like from like my freshman year in high school, I really wasn't known like how I was known now. Uh, sophomore year, I had wound up playing safety. So, you know, I really didn't have the lot of exposure I had now. And it was COVID year, so I really only played two games due to an injury. Uh, I had got an ankle injury. It had me out for the uh, regular season. I played the last two state games, but we had wound up lost in semifinals. So it kind of hurt it, not knowing that, like, freshman and sophomore year over. And my sophomore year, like, I really don't have nothing going on. Uh, sophomore year, I had two offers. It was Morgan State and UMass. Mm. I really didn't have a lot. And, you know, junior year, it was, like, my time to shine. Like, I knew, like, I was something special. And I, like, I just told myself, like, Jamel, it's time to hustle. Like, it's time to get to bed. And uh, junior year, I went to a lot of camps, Penn State, Rutgers, West Virginia. Uh, Coach Preet helped me a lot. Coach Preet, if y'all know, that's my head coach at Roman Catholic. And uh, every time 
Roman had a 707. I was at the big man camp. Mm-hmm. And every time we was at the big man camp, I told myself, you, don't, you hungry. Like, you don't have a lot. You got two offers. So it's time for you to work. And, you know, every time I stepped on campus, you know, I shocked a lot of people how big I was. And, you know, when the camp started, I just worked. Best one there every time. And I just let coaches know, like, yeah, I'm here. I'm like, I'm him with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, you know, and then, you know, through the whole recruiting process, you know, through the season, we really didn't have a good season. We went three and seven. And we had lost in a, uh, we had lost in playoffs to uh, LaSalle, which would be in a regular season, which was like one of the biggest wins in probably Philadelphia. So that went on. And then, you know, recruiting, I had wound up getting 14 offers. So, you know, they started racking and racking up at the end of the season. So, you know, as me, I'm I'm still hungry because, you know, I don't really have a lot, you know, and people, it was a lot of lot of competitive going on about I'm not the best DN, this, that, and the third, but, like, it didn't get to me. But then it just, it just, on my mind, like, you're not getting the respect you want. Like, you got all this, and you still not getting respect you got. So it made me grind harder. And, you know, I wound up dropping my top five, and then I – it's originally my original commitment this is gonna be my mom's birthday. And you know, we talked had almost like a three hour conversation. It just me and her in her room. And we just talked about life and like she just said, Let me know how you feel about the schools and I told her like the school I wanna to commit to, like, I know where I wanna go. I don't feel like we should wait no more. She said she right with me. She said she got my back a hundred percent and you know, we're here to this. Come out April twenty second, Friday, one o'clock. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So, Nubby, I think one of the things he said is so interesting. And, like, Jamil, like I said, this is our first time talking, but I've watched a ton of your film. He started out at Bishop McDevitt and Wincote, you right. know, before that school closed down. Like mm-hmm. he said, like three years ago when I pulled up, he was like a long, lean safety, right, yeah. right Jamil? And then, yeah. and, then, and then now he's a 6'5", 260-pound defensive end. We've had him, like, in our rankings when we do our Penn Live rankings all over the place. I think everything from, like, athlete safety to, like, tight end at one point because he's yeah. a pretty darn good tight end. To now, you know, everybody's looking at defensive end. Your body, you've always kind of been a big guy. Yeah. Uh, your body changed, though, man. And, and I think that transition from, you know, just three years ago was a safety. Uh, I think it's very interesting what makes you intriguing as an athlete. But how, how much did your body change and, and how did you get your body to change to go from a kid who was playing safety to a 6'5, 260 pound defensive end? You know, it was like kind of a good and some negatives to that. You know, me coming from safety and Playing D line my junior, you know, it gave me like, like a better, a better ability, you know, as a D lineman, you know, footwork there, ability to do stuff that rugged D line can't do. So like, I was kind of more advanced. I just didn't know like all the technical stuff, like hand placement stuff like that. So you know, it was kind of hard learning that, you know, me going from safety watching the whole offense running around to me being in the trenches. It was like a totally different thing for me. You know, I went from being one sixty to two forty, like. I, I had to get I had to get better. So, uh, Coach Preet, I was in the weight room almost every day. You mm. know, you know, quarantine, everything was shut down. We was in, in the hospital a year. I was on push ups, sit ups, had water, but everything like anything I could do, just working out, grinding, grinding, grinding. Because I knew like I had to make a change. You know, me at safety, I really didn't have a lot. So I told myself, I want to play DN. And, you know, I McDevitt closed. I went to Roman Catholic. Coach Preet said, "You gonna come here and play DN for us?" At mm. first, I had a problem with it. I didn't really like being in the trenches like that. I ain't going to lie. I didn't like being in the trenches. And Coach Preet, you know, I got bullied a couple times. I got bullied a couple times. So uh, I wound up playing DN. And then I just told myself, like, I can go somewhere with this. I think I think before the season even started, uh, Coach Preet, I had got offered by Maryland playing DN. 
uh, he showed him a couple of clips of me, and they was like, "Yeah, we like you." So I, I said, I seen that. I'm like, if Maryland offered me, I didn't play the season yet. Just wait till the season over. So it's gonna be it's gonna be money time. That bag gonna flow in. So I did that, and like overall body weight, like I would say, like it didn't affect me as much. I think like, like it gave me like more power, strength, and all that. So like it helped me a lot, to be honest. Jamil, you talk about how you've become this prolific two way player at Roman Catholic. And yeah. I mean, I kind of want to take it back to how things all began, right? I mean, you talk about how you're about to commit this Friday coming up and the jitterbugs and the nervousness rushing through your veins. I mean, talk to us a bit about that that first time you visited a school, that first time you got an offer, right? And sort of how that process went, going to these different schools. I mean, schools that stuck out in particular. I mean, share some of those with us. Well, I went to McDevitt my freshman year. Uh, my first college visit ever was Penn State, actually. I visited as a freshman and it just opened my eye. Like, like this is what like top D one players go through. Like you get pictures, food, you see wave room stuff like that. Football. So I was like, like this sound like I could see myself doing taking football real serious. So that happened. It really like, like schools like I didn't like act, like I said I didn't really have a lot. So like Penn State that was the only college I seen through my freshman and sophomore year. So I took one visit to Penn State. My first two years, so like it was kind of like I didn't I seen it, but like I really didn't like compared to other people in Pennsylvania. You know, you got mm-hmm. a lot of Ramirez Stewart, some of Brisbane stuff. People like that that was that was blowing up around mm-hmm. at the time that had like offers, and it was so called the best two players in PA at the time. So I didn't really have that exposure that they had. So you know, me being able to talk to colleges, college coaches call, calling me every day, checking up on how I'm doing, mail flowing in the day, mail flowing in the house every day is like kind of different because like I really didn't think I would have it. But mm-hmm. it just it was just up to my ability and my mindset to tell myself like you hungry you gotta eat you got a family to provide for so like is you gonna sit at that table with no food or is you gonna hunt for that food and I told myself it's time to, it's time for my family to eat so you know I think like that was like more so yeah well you you're talking about family a lot one of the things we don't just like to talk football and like where you're gonna go and stuff like that you know we like to talk we like to learn about the guys too you know tell us about your family life and, and your life outside of football and you know, living there in Philly and stuff like that. You talked about family a lot. Obviously, that's important to you. Uh, you know, who, who's the mill lines outside the lines, and 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 what's your life like outside the lines, man? Yeah. So like, so like my life, like obviously, like Philly, one of the most dangerous cities probably in America since you know, like COVID been over. So you know, over here it's like a struggle growing up. You know, a lot of people in Philly since me growing up, I really didn't have a lot. So like, it's kind of hard. You know, being a little kid, you Jamie, you want this, that, and see a lot of people flashing all the other stuff and, like, knowing you can't get it. So that's kind of hard. And, you know, but growing up, like, in Philly, like, as a kid, that sticks with you mentally and physically. You know, you go through go through it as a child, so it sticks with you. So you're always going to be hungry no matter what, and you want to see you win. So, you know, my family, like, they keep me they keep me stable, you know, like, even if I'm, like, frustrated at football, you know, my mom, she always talked to me and calmed me down. So, you know, like, my mom was, like, a big part of me playing football because, you know, it was, like, times she didn't have it, and, you know, she had to provide for the family, you know, working two, three jobs, her barely being home. So, you know, for me, and for me, when I know I got an opportunity to play football and you know, she could retire before she turned 40, 50, you knowing she could smile for the rest of her life. I could be first round draft pick in the NFL and you know, I could help her. And if she don't got to never break again, I told myself, oh, yeah, it's, it's time for me to do that. You no, know, my little brothers don't have to go through what I go through, what I went through as a child, you know, seeing a lot of stuff. And you know, if I got the opportunity, I could change their life. And they, they probably won't have to do nothing either because I know they're going to be straight for life. So, you know, me doing that. So I would say, like, that's mostly my family for real. 
Jamil, you're wise beyond your years, young brother. And there's a saying out there, you know, that what's hard to endure is sweet to recall. So always keep that in the back of your mind while you're going through the thick of things. But for the fans listening, we'll be back with Jamil after a word from our sponsor. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpasportsmed to learn more. All right, uh, Jam- Jamil, give mom a shout out. What's, what's mom's name? And, and tell, us, you know, tell us your mom's name. Tamika Lyons. That's, that's Duke's very good. Tamika Lyons. Well, listen, you know, Jamil, I'm, I'm going to sidebar this for just one moment. You know, you're another kid we've talked to from Philly. And maybe and I've had a couple guys in here like your teammate, Tassier Denmark. And, and I'm going to say it again. This is the, the PA High School Football Report. And the things that a lot of these kids are going through right now in Philadelphia and have to go through to get to where they're getting, you know, is something that we always talk about. And it seems like we're not having enough action on. We've got to get that fixed. Because, you look, we've had Jamil in here, right? And we've had Tassier. And these kids are 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 brilliant. You know, they're, they're great kids trying to do mm-hmm. the right things. And they have some of the most talent in the state. And they're having to go through things. Uh, some, most, you know, some of the most talent in the world, they're having to go through things you should not have to go through. So Jamil, man, credit you, you know, keep working hard, keep doing right. Um, and, 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 you know, listen, you don't have to be a first round draft pick, Yeah. you know, you can get that degree and make six figures and, and, and change your whole family's life. So absolutely. Keep that in mind as you move forward too. Absolutely. And like Brian alluded to, uh, Jamil, we had your teammate Tysir on here. We also had another Philly native in Kentally out of Northeast come on here and talk about his personal experiences as well. And I mean, another thing I wanted to ask, I guess, is like, what's your anticipation heading into your last and final season, right? I mean, what's that mindset going to be like? You're obviously coming off a big season where you played at the edge. You could play with one hand down. You could play with, you know, no hands down coming off the edge. But what's, what's the mindset? I mean, what, what do you hope to take away from this last go round? You know, my mindset when I come to high school was always want to stay chip. You know, I promised my mom that. I promised a lot of people that, you know, from I hear Coach Coach Mike, former coach at, head coach at Bishop McDevitt to Coach Preet. When I walked in, I told him, came here to want to stay chip because I feel like I'm a Catholic. You know, you see we got Austin Ramsey, Tyshere Denmark, Drew Montgomery, Makai um, Watson, like some of the best people in PA. You know, mm-hmm. so I didn't just come here because I felt like Coach Preet can give me offers. I, I came here because I felt like we could win. You know, I read... To be honest, I'd rather have a state chip next to my name to have 50-plus offers, to be honest, because it's like, it's a difference. I mean, more than me. You know, I want to go get it. And, you know, you know, when you win, it's stuff that come after that. So, you know, you want to stay titled, you might get 50-plus offers. You know, it feels different when you got to stay titled than just 150, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. So this year, it's just like, go eat. I want to see everybody. I want, mm-hmm. I want to go eat with the team. I tell them every day. I say, when we in the river BS, I tell them, we're not going to win like this. I say every day you practice how you play. So when you, when you practice hard, I feel we're going to go hard. So I go, I go one state title and I won't be the, I won't be the best in the nation. I want that title. I got mm-hmm. that title being the best in the peer. I don't, I want to, that don't really mean it. I want the best the end in, this, in the country. I want that. I want five stars. Mm-hmm. I want, I want everything I deserve. I I work for that. So I need mm-hmm. everything I deserve. So, you know, seeing years just going to be a dog to be honest. Rightfully so. And every great team has a has a few players with that mindset and mentality that takes them to the next level. Right. I mean, you speak highly of Coach Preet. Talk to us a bit about your relationship with him or any other mentors who have helped you reach this point at where you're at in your career right now. 
Like, growing up, I really didn't have my father in my life. So, you know, like, Coach Preet, he played, like, a huge father role. You know, when I first told him I was coming to Rome, he took my little knee his wing. First thing he told me, if you ever need anything, you can call me. Like, don't don't hesitate at all. You know, he he helped me a lot at Rome, man, you know, through through school and education. You know, if I need help on schoolwork, he got me. If I need help on a math problem, he got me. You know, uh, offer-wise, you see, he, he got me up. Football wise, he told mm-hmm. me. He told me. He told me himself. He told me himself. Completely, then you gonna be great. You know, I remember one day I we was at West Virginia and uh we had a seven on seven, and we had a big man camp. This is a true story. So we got off the bus. I'm thinking we're gonna play seven on seven. I'm my, I'm gonna play tight end. He told me, no, you gonna you going to the big man camp. I looked at him. I said, Coach, I want to go to the big man camp. That was my that's my first camp I've been to. I told him, Coach Pierre, I don't think I'm ready yet. He said, he said, look, he grabbed me. He said, look, you're going to go in there. You're going to come out with an offer. I went to the West Virginia camp. In the middle of the camp, I got offered by Coach Leslie. And like after I knew that, I said, I, everything Coach Pierre said, I'm following what he said. And I listened. And look where I'm at now. He's just a great guy. He's a great guy. Absolutely. You uh, So obviously, you, you're going to make your decision Friday. You're going to announce it publicly. Uh, obviously you probably already got it locked down in your head, right? What is the anticipation? Like, what's the plans for Friday? Like, what are you going to, obviously doing at one o'clock, you got anything special planned for Friday? I'm just going to drop the, drop a video, uh, uh, drop it on Twitter, drop it on Instagram, turn my phone off for the day, look at it at night, go spend some time with my family. Cause you know, it's a special day. You know, a lot of people dream of this and you know, I'm just lucky to be here. You know, growing up in Philadelphia and lucky, I can't even get this chance that a lot of people want. So it's just great. Jamil, obviously you had a lot of blood, sweat, and tears to get to the, the pedestal that you're at right now, right? And I know it probably wasn't always triumph coming out of the, the trenches of Philadelphia, like you mentioned, right? Talk to us a bit about some of the struggles that you had to persevere through as a student athlete, whether it be in a classroom, whether it be, you know, uh, trying to coach your, your teammates up and help them get over that hump. I mean, what are some what is some adversity you faced as an athlete in your career? I don't think, like, some people understand what, like, high school athlete really go through. It's football, but, like, it's real deeper than an athlete, you know. Like, it's it's a million people that play football. They got the same story as me. You know, they might not be from Philly. They might be from all around the world. But, like, it's a kid everywhere that's, that's hungry right now and telling himself, I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat. And, you know, like, it's a lot of stuff going on in America. So, like, it's, like, a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, from shootings, killings to even political, the government. So, you know, it's, like, hard to get over that and face the adversity. So, if if we were to ask you right now, who does Jamil Lyons want to be remembered as with football and life in general, what would your response to that be? Like, who is Jamil Lyons? That's a good question. I would say the kid that never gave up, that chased his dreams. You know, I used to tell people, I told one of my closest friends that I lost last year, I told him, I told him, and I didn't have, I had two offers, UMass and Morgan State. I told him, I say. I said, listen, bro, I'm going to the NFL and I'm going to make sure we're good. I'm going to make sure we're mm-hmm. good. And, you know, when people when people would compare compare me to best people that was in Pennsylvania, that before I had offers, he would tell them, I like Jamel. I like Jamel. I don't care what he got. I like Jamel. And, you know, losing him, like, that put, like, a hole in my heart. It just made me go harder. So, you know, I dedicate this season really to him. So it's like every time I sex somebody, every time I get an inception, whatever I do, it's for him. And I'm, I just want... Philadelphia to know like you can be whatever you want in life just chase your dreams to be honest like 
I don't care what nobody say. If you want to be a doctor, a lo- whatever you want to be, just chase it. It can happen, to be honest. Jamil, who who was your friend that you lost? Uh, Ashim Chauncey. He was a, a basketball player from uh, North Philadelphia. Yeah, I lost him to gun violence. Sorry for your loss, man. When you lose somebody that close to you, man, how, how, and you're you know a young man, how do you deal with that? Man? You know, it's hard. You know, it's hard. It puts you in like a real deep hole, to be honest. You know, one minute in Philadelphia, not knowing one minute you could smile with one of your closest friends to the next day you get a call saying he passed away. Like it could like really hurt you. But like nowadays, like it, it's it's sad to say that you have to get used to it and adapt to it. And, like this is life now in Philadelphia. And like I think that's something like a lot of people like they just cool about like like who wants to hear that you lose your closest friend and like you gotta adapt to it and just be like, dang, like just sorrow over it and just be cool the next day. Mm. I don't think it's something like Philly should be proud of. Right. And one thing I will say to you, Jamel, from personal experience growing up here in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, you know, who who someone who's lost friends to gun violence similarly to you, the pain never goes away, right? But as the days go on, you learn how to cope with the with the burden of not having your homie around anymore. And they they certainly be, begin to live through you, you know. So always keep that in the back of your mind with every single drill you go through, every single game you approach and you enter. And trans transitioning into your college level, man. We're proud of you and continue to have the mindset that you have. Thank you. I appreciate it. No doubt. And like I said, you just keep working hard, you keep doing right. And you're right. It's not something to be proud of, but what you're doing is something to be proud of. And I keep going back to Friday. It's gonna be a big day for you. And you, you say you who who's shooting your video? What you got you know, what kind what do you got? You know, all these guys got these cool stuff that they do in videos. What are you doing in your video? Yeah, I ain't, I'm not gonna lie. I had over 20 plus people ask me to make my commitment event. Uh, the school I'm the school I'm committed to actually made made the commitment event for me. So I'm I'm glad to say that can happen. You know, like like I said, it's a humble experience. You know, having people in your DM every day saying, "Bro, come to this school, come to this school, come to this school." You know, it's fun. While we're on that subject, have you had friends asking you to come to this school? I mean, yeah, I, I had I had a lot. I had a lot. Like over the schools I visit, you know, they tell me every day. Listen, yeah, you know the weed, right? So, you know, when this this will come out Friday morning and one o'clock, then you'll make your commitment. And uh, for the school that does land you, for their fans, you know, uh, if they're listening to this going into the morning, they're waiting to see if Jamil Lyons is going to end up committing to their school. And I think he's going, I think he's going to Penn State. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I think so, we'll too. We'll <laughs> see. I don't think, you know what, though? I don't think you can go wrong, Jamil. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can go wrong. You've got a bunch of great schools. Thanks. For the school that does get you, mm-hmm. um, what are they getting? And Jamil Lyons. You're going to get everything you wanted. Just be glad that school offered because you got a dog coming. When I'm coming, I'm coming to take everything. I need, I need everything. I'm, it's all mine. I'm running up at that school. You're going to be the best school there. Like one of the best defensive ends at that school. So, yeah, you got a special one. Yeah, that confidence will take you far, man. I mean, for, for those listening to this um, that are still in high school, right? I mean, youngest from all across central Pennsylvania, let's tune into this podcast. What would you tell them about the process? I mean, what words of advice or words of wisdom would you leave for them? I mean, like, you're not going to get your weight all the time. Like, like you might see one of your homies, one, like Tasser, you know, he got 40-plus um, offers. You know, everybody can't be a Tasser, Denmark. Everybody can't be the best linebacker. Everybody can't be the safety. But you can control what you do. You know, you might not be the next man that's the greatest, but you can be better than what he can be, mm-hmm. potentially. You know, you see some of these NFL superstars like Cooper Cup and, like, a lot of these people, they didn't really have a lot as a high school player, so that just tell you a lot. You can do a lot with a little. Mm-hmm. Well, Nebby, he says that whoever's getting him is getting a dog. 
And uh, they're obviously getting a young man who really is trying to do this for family and do the right things. I'll tell you, I think the things that a lot of, you know, if you, if you guys haven't watched Jamil lines then go pull up his huddle film, check him out again. I think the thing that really kind of intrigued schools, Nevy is you got a guy who was legitimately like a big six, four safety just two or three years ago. at like, you know, six, four, like one eighty, like right. Jamil. And now he's yeah. like six, five, two sixty, And he, he maintains some of that athleticism, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a good deal of it, actually. He might be more athletic at 6'5", 260. Mm-hmm. So I think that makes him exciting. And you know what? I think he's probably still a little bit raw, which I think he kind of told us there. You know, he, he you know, he's just kind of getting into this defensive end and becoming a dominant defensive end. Mm-hmm. He, exciting, exciting upside on this guy. And, and and not just that, I think he's a guy who, uh, who really has a sight set on being great. Jameel, man. It was great to catch up with you. We're excited. We're going to be watching uh, uh, Friday, man. And uh, whenever you do commit, we're going we're going to write about it on penlive.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, hey Jamil, real quick before you depart, you want to share your, your Twitter handle, IG, social, whatever, with the folks listening? Yeah, all y'all boys, follow me on Instagram, mil.12k. Insta- Twitter, mil12k. Y'all follow me. All the fans around the world, follow me. Y'all got a dog coming Friday, 1 p.m. Tap in. I'm dropping it. And everyone listening, like my editor Brian mentioned, will be writing about it on Pen Live. And make sure you subscribe for all of our exclusive content. Until next time, folks. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash central PA sports med to learn more.